From the Times of Northwest Indiana and nwi.com slash podcasts, you're listening to Byline, the podcast about the newspaper's most fascinating stories and the reporters who tell them. I'm Kale Wilk. I'm Andrew Jones. And for our 18th episode, we decided to tell the story of one 18th Street brewery. Actually, that was just a coincidence, but we're telling the story anyway. It's my hometown. Mm-hmm. I want to sell beer in my hometown where I live and where I'm from. Um, and we're seeing that as a big, uh, important part of our business growth. And we'll dive into its trending appeal. And I think they know somebody worked hard to, to make this product and make it fresh. It's the sound of a Friday night in the tap room at 18th Street Brewery in Hammond. As can be heard, it's a popular place. And the brewery itself is only three years old. Its product, craft beer, is something that's part of a much larger movement. One which Northwest Indiana is playing a part in. I think it's kind of like a food culture like New Orleans had. You know, I think there's different flavors, different, um, th- there's some beer you, you sip. That's Rob, and it's a great who we'll talk more of, about in a bit. Uh, social makes for a social gathering. Everyone wants to try, you know, something different, something that tastes good. And I think they know somebody worked hard to, to make this product and make it fresh. And there's so many different varieties, too. And, you, you know, you want a dark beer, IPA, porter. Something to understand here, if you've never tried craft beer, is that it is not the Budweiser you take off the shelf at the grocery store. It's much different. Beer is made up of grains, hops, and yeast. And it's the customization of these items that will deliver the taste. The thing about the stuff at the grocery store is that it's all a very similar taste and style. But as Rob pointed out, craft beer is all about the variety and the flavor. And that's what makes it appealing. Really, though, According to the Brewers Association, craft beer sales, which have increased the past several years, saw production volume go up by 13% last year. About 25 million barrels of craft beer were produced, which amounted to about $22 billion in sales and about 20% of the overall market share for beer. So it's a trendy commodity to get in on. And in Northwest Indiana, the breweries have been popping up the past few years. But this and more we're going to get into. For now, let's check back in with Rob. So when you talk to reporters, which we do a lot of on Byline, you kind of look for a feel for their interest on what they're reporting. And to tell the truth, it's kind of hard to tell whether a reporter is actually enthusiastic about the topic they're reporting on or not. Not that it matters, right? They're newspaper folk and they have to stay objective. But every once in a while, there's a little exception. Drinking buddies will make you so thirsty because every scene is a pint This is Rob Earnshaw, and at some point in our conversation, Rob told us about a movie and a TV show based on craft breweries, and he admitted, forget the objectivity in this case, there's some amazing craft beer in the region, and it sounds like Rob personally and now professionally has a connection with the local craft beer scene. But no surprise there. Who doesn't? 
Rob, like many of the Times' reporters, wears a lot of hats. I'm a staff writer at the Times. Uh, I cover a lot of urban stuff. Right now I'm covering South Lake County, and I also write for the magazines. And this particular article is for In Business Magazine. And I've been with the Times for a couple of years. And recently those hats have led him through the doors of the local craft beer scene. Not all of Rob's stories have been magazine material. For instance, he told us a little bit about a bar that burned down and a back alley meeting to find out why. There was a um, bar in Hammond that burned down suspiciously. They were known for gang activity, and uh, the owners were too happy about people saying, well, you had gangs there. And so they agreed to, we agreed to meet, and I, I pull up, and th- there's no more bar, but there's a big SUV, and the window rolls down. It's raining. I was nervous, actually, you know, because when you hear the background, but, but, so we all agreed to go to the McDonald's. And um, that was uh, that was interesting. But for this week, at least, nothing is burned down and there are no gangs implicated. There is, however, a great story to tell, specifically the story of Drew Fox. Drew Fox, who was the owner of 18th Street Brewery, is a neat story of a now famous brewery. This 16th of November was, in fact, their third anniversary, but they're already an establishment, a must visit for visitors and neighbors alike. And the story is simple. According to 18th Street's website, Fox visited Belgium, where he tasted a beer that left him searching for something just as satisfying in Chicago. That search led him first to home brewing, then to an approved brewery in his home, then to a volunteer position at Pipeworks Brewing in Chicago. He got a start by contract brewing in Chicago at Pipeworks. And finally to 18th Street as we know it now. First there was a location in Gary, now there's one in Hammond as well. But Drew's sights are set on the horizon, like so many local brewers. And he's from Chicago, and that's why it's called 18th Street, because 18th Street in Chicago. He said it was always his goal to get back in Chicago. Rob actually visited 18th Street, and with the sound of the craft beer creation process in the background, spoke to Fox about what the brewery is doing today, and hopefully in the Um, near future. So we've always continued our marketing efforts into Chicago, and just recently... um, we started uh, self-distribution in Chicago. Oh, okay. Um, so that took, you know, it was, uh, you know, it was always our goal to get back into Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my hometown. Mm-hmm. I want to sell beer in my hometown where I live and where I'm from. Um, and we've seen that as a big, uh, important part of our business growth. In the beginning, we were so small that we knew that we would never be able to keep up with demand. Uh, and going to Chicago our first two years because it was just And it's working, too. To Fox talked about the places uh, they've gotten into already got, and some of the places uh, they'll be in in the future. Um, we're in um, Little Goat, Girl oh, and the Goat. okay, yeah. Um, we're in Lynx, um, Map Room, uh, on draft, yeah. yep. Yeah, uh, on-premise uh, sales, mm-hmm. it's going to be Capone's But regardless players, of whether or not their product uh, is in Lincoln Chicago or not, people uh, are coming to 18th Street. For them, it's worth the drive, or the bike, or even the walk sometimes. We are busiest periods, but we do see a lot of Illinois license plates in our parking lot. Um, and so uh, a lot of people are saying, hey, you know, thank you for being so much closer to Chicago. Not that we don't like driving out yeah. to Gary, but it's, it's 22 yeah. minutes to and from. Uh, like and downtown. Yeah, downtown Chicago. And uh, now and so there are beer, you can find you it on tap at, at certain locations, Chicago. one of them being the map room. And in the late 90s, before this craft beer explosion, not a lot of bars were known for curing a lot of beer. Map Room was like one of the first ones that I recall in Chicago. If you wanted to go somewhere with like 100 beers from all over the world, you went to Map Room. And now Drew's 
um, flagship, one of his, his flagship beer um, is on tap in the map room. Of course, Drew's is just one of many stories about craft beer in the region. It takes hard work and ingenuity to start one of these businesses, but there are so many popping up all over the region. It's a culture, and as best we can tell, it's just getting started. So it seems like the breweries have a similar goal in mind. Get into the big market. And with so many around, just alone in Northwest Indiana, it would seem it's hard because of competition. Chicago's a tough beer market, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I think no one, any small brewery, we're small, um, who wants to get in the Chicago market, they have to really understand that it is, you just don't walk into Chicago and say, hey, I'm here to sell beer. Yeah. It's really become essentially... Uh, they want to know who you are. They want to know who their salespeople are. They want to have that relationship uh, more important than anything. And it's what I've seen in the last the last four years. It's really a cutthroat uh, market, you know. But also, at the same time, it's not necessarily like that. Breweries know that their appeal is their variety. So there's not much apparent brand loyalty in this area. So when it comes to another brewer, there's a willingness to help. Here's a snippet from 18th Street Brewery's original Kickstarter video. Just see what some of these Chicago brewers have to say. You're seeing the beer scene really take off. We're all working together and we all kind of are in it for the same thing. And uh, we want to see them grow. It's been a great environment. It's been a lot of fun working with everybody. You know, helping these breweries get off the ground and uh, supporting small businesses is, is important, not only for, for us, but for, for craft beer on a whole. There's definitely a very strong collaborative spirit in this city. Um, I think it resonates within the brewing industry. It's just been a fantastic experience with, with, with him and with everybody. You know, I, I couldn't hope for a better, a better union of breweries to, to sort of help each other and, you know, do whatever, do whatever we can to uh, get each other off the ground. The defining feature of craft beer is community. It's the reason for its continued growth and success. Northwest Indiana is part of the Chicagoland area. It's prime for a craft beer renaissance. Uh, we need craft breweries in that area, and Drew's the man to do it. Much of this all seems like an audition. Someone wants to play a part, and maybe, one day, complete a big goal. Like having even one of your beers on tap at somewhere like the Map Room in a big beer market. Anything to get some exposure. For these brewers, it's not just about making a profit. It's about making a good product and the love of the craft. Anyway, we at the time see you. We'll likely mention you sometime in our coverage. For any breweries out there trying to make it big, it's your audition. And it's your moment. As they say, break a keg. Byline is a production of the Times of Northwest Indiana. New episodes are out every Monday, and they can all be found at nwi.com slash podcasts. You can also find Byline on social media. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. All you have to do is type in NWI Byline in the search bar, and we should pop up. Also, if you've got a media player and you want to download our episodes and listen to them on the go, Byline is available on iTunes, on Google Play, and on Stitcher. We just kindly ask that you rate us and leave us a review, because that really actually helps. And we'd like to hear from you whether that's constructive comments, feedbacks, or suggestions for topics you're interested in hearing more about, just drop us an email at nwibyline at gmail.com. Reporting for this week's episode came from Rob Earnshaw, as well as Andrew Jones and myself, Kale Wilk. 
Statistics and data for this week's episode came from the Brewers Association. We'd like to thank Drew Fox of 18th Street Brewery for taking the time to talk to Rob for his story and, in turn, contribute to this week's podcast. We'd also like to thank Summer Moore. She's the creator of the show and is always on tap to help mold these episodes into what they are every week. I'm Andrew Jones. I'm Kale Wilk, and from both of us here in Northwest Indiana, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.